0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and today I'm going to talk about being in your bubble and what I mean by bubble is the things that um, may keep us from socializing with others that may be um, actually things that we maybe keep private to ourselves or internal struggles or There's only certain struggles that um, people know about. They don't know everything. And I actually got this idea from a friend of mine who texted me and said, well, I'm in my bubble today. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is like the best way to describe this, Um, that we all have our bubbles, that we all have certain things going on in our lives that maybe um, we try to shelter other people from. Or that we keep to ourselves because at the end of the day it's not anyone's business Um, and sometimes we forget that people have this side and they have this um, bubble that we may not know about and we may not know their struggle because it's not really our place and it's not really our business at the end of the day so it's one of those things where you're like maybe they're in their bubble today and I think sometimes we forget that maybe we're pulling away from people or we're just kind of drifting because we're in this bubble because maybe we're in a really delicate situation. Maybe we're doing something or we're dealing with something in our life that is super private for us, or we don't know how to tell anyone close to us yet what's really going on. Um, some of these bubbles could be that maybe we're dealing with depression, um, Maybe we're dealing with some issues within our marriage or our committed relationships or we're in a situation where we don't know if our relationship is working or we're in this huge trans- transition period um, because we've gone through some trauma. We've gone through some tragedy. Um, maybe we're getting out of an abusive relationship. Um maybe we just got some bad news from the doctor you never know and that's the whole thing everybody has their own bubble that they're dealing with and I think we forget that and we don't always show compassion and we're very quick to think that maybe somebody is being a jerk or pardon my French being a bitch to us or somebody is acting like an a-hole and we're like, I don't get why why you're acting like this towards me. And maybe they're dealing with something that is a bubble, that is an issue that is plaguing them and they're not ready to talk about it because they don't know how to deal with it themselves. They're not um, 100% ready to share with the rest of the world what is going on. But this bubble, the symptoms of being in this bubble and dealing with it are coming out in other ways. Um, And as much as we'd like to help the person maybe, and as much as we'd like to think that this person is rude or um, insensitive, it could be that they're dealing with something. And sometimes we pull away from people when we're dealing with a lot of things. Um, I know I've done that Um, I had a friend of mine tell me well I know something's going on with you because you get really quiet and I didn't even realize I was doing it per se I thought I was keeping up with the conversation I thought we were still you know quote-unquote talking to each other I didn't think anything was wrong but when I was in the midst of dealing with everything um, I had kind of grown silent and I had given a lot of one-word answers to things Um, I wasn't going in depth with any of our conversations, and I didn't really realize that I was doing that. Um, I thought I was still being a participant, and I didn't think I was leading on that I was in my bubble. Um, I think sometimes when we're in our bubble, it's easy to um, try to play pretend. It's easy to sit back and say, I'm fine, everything's fine, Um, I'll be fine my life is fine, everything's great, but sometimes it's not great, and wonder if we just embrace that. Wonder if we just embrace where we are and say everything's not fine, everything's not great, or we just kind of stay away from texting our friends or our family, or we get off of social media and we are just still for a little bit and so we can deal with what's going on inside our bubble. Um... I think grief is another bubble that we don't talk about a whole lot. Um, Grief is something that sneaks up on you. Um, You can be doing fine baking cookies in the kitchen and the next minute you're crying as you're taking them out of the oven. It happens. Um, I think grief is a huge bubble. Um, I think that sometimes we can get caught up in thinking that the person is just away on a family trip or away on a business trip and... Then we sit back and realize, oh my gosh, you know what? They're not going to come back through that door. They're not going to tell me happy birthday again. Um, They're not going to celebrate these other moments with me. Um, And if you have kids and this person was a huge part of your kid's life too, that affects them. And, you know, grief is a huge bubble within itself um, because as a society, sometimes we really Um, don't know how to deal with grief. I think a lot of other places around the world do a little bit better job and that's really something that I have really tried to work on is checking on people and following up even if they may not like it and even if I don't get a response I want that person to understand that I am there for them. I am there to listen at any point in time. Um, and I think that holds true with anything. If you're grieving the loss of somebody, if you're grieving the loss of a relationship, that can definitely put you in a bubble. Um, anytime that maybe we're in a transition period um, and we're trying to move through things and we're trying to figure out what is best for us, maybe what is best for our families, what is best for for ourselves, Um, it can be a really difficult place and sometimes we wanna stay in the safety of our bubble. Um, Because you know, when you blow bubbles, um, if you've ever had a bubble machine as a kid or you just had bubble water in general and you're blowing bubbles, they just float along and sometimes when they run into each other they either stick together or they pop, right? So sometimes we can hitch our bubble to another bubble um, but other times there can be a person or something that comes along and pops that bubble and breaks, breaks us free and we can tell our story if we're ready and we can actually go on and be free. Um, I think a lot of times the bubble is a safe space. It's a safe place where things can't get to us where maybe people don't understand our situation completely and they don't have to um i think also postpartum depression can be a bubble i think there's a lot of women that deal with it in a lot of different ways i don't think it's always completely understood um i think there's a lot to be said for women that go through postpartum depression um this is supposed to be the happiest day of your life and yet you're happy the baby's here you're happy that everybody's healthy that you're healthy that you made it through the delivery um but you're looking at this bundle of joy and going I don't feel the joy and and that's a possibility for a lot of women and I think it's something that we don't talk about a whole lot and I think it's kind of one of those things that's misunderstood um, I know from my perspective, medically, I know it's something that happens after a woman has a child. It can even start, um, a few months before they have the child and we don't know how to handle postpartum depression sometimes because, um, sometimes the burden can fall on the partner, um, to then help take care of the child, raise the child, um, some women take medication, some don't, some go to therapy. Um, it's something that can be very isolating, I think, and it's something that not everybody understands. And I know that for me, it's one of those things where some women go through it and other ones don't. Um, some come out just fine. Um, some of it is just hormone related for some women and they go along and they get better um others do not it's it sticks with them unfortunately and I think that's a, another bubble um, I also think having kids um is a bubble sometimes when we start having children and we grow our family it becomes really difficult because sometimes we have friends that aren't in the same place as us um, Maybe our friends aren't married yet, maybe they're not ready to have kids yet, and they're still out partying or living their life selfishly, and you're tied down with a kid, and that can feel really weird at times. You're like, oh, I'm over here with a kid, I'm raising kids, why aren't you raising kids? Because, you know, I'd love to be going to the wine tasting with you, but I can't because I have a kid. You know, that can feel isolating, that can feel very, Torture us at times because you had the ability at one point just to go out and do what you wanted to do and now you can't. Um, addiction is another bubble um, when you're dealing with addiction or um, you're in a relationship with somebody who is an addict or they're a family member. Um, it's a difficult situation and not everybody understands addiction. I feel like um, it's also another poorly understood psychology that um, we're still trying to put our finger on. We're still trying to pinpoint what exactly causes that. And um, I'll be the first to admit that is one of my bubbles because it's one of those things that you don't want to tell the whole world because there's still a lot of shame in it. There's still a lot of um, misunderstanding about people with addiction that they're low down dirty people and that's not the case addiction um, affects everybody it doesn't have a class it doesn't have a gender specific role Um, it can happen to anybody so I think addiction is definitely a bubble Um, It can make you shy away stay away from people because of the fear of um, looking bad or people talking about you and just feeling in general like you're a lousy person and that's not true um people with addictions are everyday normal people um they can hold down jobs they can go through their day-to-day life just fine um some can't and some can and that's just the difference in addiction um there is help there is treatment out there like I've said before I think therapy can benefit anyone and I always think that um, it's worth a shot. Um, not everybody likes therapy. It doesn't help everybody, um, but I would like to believe that it can, um, honestly. But I think it's one of those things with addiction that can be our bowl. Um, I think anytime we're in a period of the unknown in general, like we don't know where we're going, we don't know where our life is going to take us. We've had maybe a lot of twists and turns and we don't understand everything that's happened to us. Um, We don't understand the reason why certain things happen and the reason why things played out the way they did. And it can be a very difficult place to be in. Um, Not knowing who you are after a traumatic event or, not knowing where your next, um, step is. Um, and, and that's hard. I think a lot of people have felt that way during the pandemic as well. Like, where's my next step? What's my next thing? Um, how do I overcome this? How do I move forward? You know, there's so many different things that happened during this pandemic. The pandemic is still going on. It's just not as publicized, but There's a lot of things that were affected there. Um, I think kids at school have been affected. Um, I know that I saw something online that said the last time classes were normal for your child, um, depending on their age and their grade, is about two years. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. I had no idea um, that this was all almost two years ago. I had no clue. Um, so thinking about that and then thinking about some of the things my stepchild has said to me that, you know, I am, tr- I have trouble navigating the large halls. Um, I have trouble like sitting in class cause it just feels so loud. It feels so noisy and it makes sense. You know, our kids are probably trying to deal with some things themselves and they're probably in a bubble as well. Um, Trying to navigate school again because it's a completely different atmosphere um, when you were virtual learning for almost two years or a year and a half, whichever, um, depending on your school. And it's one of those things that I didn't even think about as a parent. I didn't even realize this could be a huge um, transition period for kids as well, trying to readjust. Um, Because they weren't always together. Um, If you had a situation like my stepchild did, they were in class like Tuesday, Thursday, and the rest was virtual learning. So you're only around kids two days a week. Um, That's a little bit different. They've become a little desensitized um, to what school is about. And I think time management for my stepchild has also been... um, affected tremendously, and I think teachers are affected tremendously, too. Um, I think a lot of teachers are dealing with certain things, and they have their bubbles, too, and trying to get back to regular class life, um, and then also having a lot of teachers retire or leave the teaching profession. Um, That's another huge hurdle. That's another big issue, you know, trying to find the new normal. So I think we're all dealing with bubbles. We all have certain things that we keep hidden or keep off to ourselves or maybe only one or two people know about it. So if you're dealing with a bubble situation, I applaud you. Um, I think it's totally normal that we have these situations, that we have these times when things are really difficult and things are really stressful and we don't wanna tell the whole world. We wanna keep it in our bubble. And I think that's human nature and I think it's normal. And I hope that anybody who's dealing with a bubble situation can hopefully be able to move forward and and have a positive outcome. But just remember, if you're in a bubble, it's okay.